Okay, it is 2.10. The recording has started. Go ahead. Great, thanks, Tara. This is the meeting of the Visual Arts Committee for Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. Good afternoon and welcome. And I'd like to call this meeting to order. Uh, Craig, can you call roll? Yes. Um, Commissioner Ferris. Here. Commissioner Collins. Here. Commissioner McCoy. Uh, Commissioner Musley. Here. And Commissioner Snare. Here. Commissioner Beltran, Hakimi, and Lou are absent, and we have quorum for the meeting. Great, thanks so much, Craig. Uh, I'd like to ask for any changes to the agenda. I would like to, at this time, thank Commissioner Collins for joining us at the Visual Arts Committee. And I would like to begin the meeting. Welcome to the Visual Arts Committee hybrid meeting. The meeting will be conducted as a hybrid meeting to allow public comment and the public access to the Visual Arts Committee meetings, either remotely or in person in room 125 at the War Memorial Veterans Building located at 401 Van Ness Avenue. I want to remind us of the policies and procedures for public meetings. At this meeting, we are bound to follow the structure of our agenda and adhere to the best practices set out in the good government guide. At every public meeting, there is a place for public general public comment where members of the public may make comment on any item pertaining to this body. In this case, please keep your general public comments to items under the purview of the San Francisco Arts Commission. For every item on the agenda, there is also space for public comment pertaining to that item. Respectfully, we ask that you keep your public comment on topic. Each public comment is limited to three minutes. Public comment will be taken both in person and remotely via WebEx. For each agenda item, the committee will take public comment first from people attending the meeting in person and then from people attending the meeting remotely. Furthermore, I would like to address a few virtual meeting housekeeping items. Please mute your microphones to minimize background noise. When you speak, you will have to unmute yourselves. Please speak directly into the microphone and introduce yourself when you speak so that others on the phone know who is talking. I will turn it over to program associate Craig Peterson for public comment instructions. That is not right. <laughs> Craig Kapora for public comment instructions. Thank you. Uh, the public is encouraged to submit their public comments in two ways, in person or remotely via WebEx. For members of the public joining in person who wish to make a comment on the agenda item, once you are called on, then you will be asked to voice your co comment at the podium. We will provide you with a blank uh, public comment card, and you're recommended but not required to fill out the card. You may also make a public comment via the WebEx platform. When you click the WebEx link, you will then be prompted to enter the following information. First and last name and email. These fields are required. However, if you wish to remain anonymous, you may type public in the first and last name fields and public at public.com in the email field. Please ensure that you're in a quiet location and that all your devices around you are muted so that there's no echo when you speak. At the appropriate time, the chair will request public comment. For members of the public using the WebEx link, please click the hand icon to raise your hand. This will place you in the public comment queue. When it is your time to speak, you will be unmuted by the moderator. And when your time is up, you will be muted. For members of the public calling by phone that wish to make a public comment, when the public comment period opens, press star three to be added to the speaker line. When your microphone has been unmuted, you will hear us ask you to state your name and comment. 
You're encouraged but not required to state your name for the record. We will start your three minutes when you speak using a visual timer. You will also receive a 30 second audible warning. When your time is up, I will say caller your time is up. Then you'll be placed on mute and moved out of the speaker line. We will pause briefly before closing public comment to ensure no other commenters are seeking to speak on that item. Participants who wish to speak on other agenda items can remain on the line and listen for the next public comment opportunity. Anyone who speaks during the public comment period at today's meeting can send a summary of the comments to be included in the minutes if it is 150 words or less to art-info at sfgov.org. The summary may be rejected if it exceeds the prescribed word limit or is not an accurate summary of the speaker's comment. Public, in, sorry, public comment instructions will also be shared on the screen as you see here during each public comment period. Uh, Commissioner Ferris, please begin the meeting when you're ready. Thanks so much, Greg. I would like to start the meeting by reading our land acknowledgement statement. The San Francisco Arts Commission acknowledges that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Rametush Ohlone, who are the orig original inhabitants of this land. And in accordance with their traditions, the Rametush Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place, as well as for all the peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramitush community and by affirming their sovereign rights as First Peoples. As a department dedicated to promoting a diverse and equitable arts and cultural environment in San Francisco, we are committed to supporting the traditional and contemporary evolution of the American Indian community. I would like to call item number two. If you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand to be added to the queue and you will be called on at the appropriate time. Item number two is general public comment. This item is to allow members of the public to comment generally on matters within the commission's purview, as well as to suggest new agenda items for the commission's consideration. I'd like to call for public comment. Is there any public comment on item number two, general public comment? Uh, we will be taking in-person public comments first. For those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium. Um, there's actually no public in attendance right now. Um, we are will now seek. Um, uh, <laughs> if you're seeking uh, seeking public comment for those joining us remotely, if there's anyone who would like to make a public comment on this agenda item, please raise your hand now. Give it a couple seconds. And there's no public comment at the top this time. Great, thank you. Public comment is now closed closed for this item. Let's call item number three. If you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand to be added to the queue and you will be called on at the appropriate time. Item number three is the consent calendar. So I'd like to call for any commissioner discussion or comments on the consent calendar. Seeing none, I'd like to call for public comment. Is there any public comment on item number three, the consent calendar? Um, we will be taking in uh, in person public comment first and we'll know um, in person public at the moment. Um, and so we'll be seeking um, 
comments from those joining us remotely. Is there anyone that would like to make a public comment on this current item sent calendar? We'll give it a few seconds. I see no requests for public comment. Great public comment is now closed. We will move to item number 4. Item number 4 is. Oh, I'm sorry back up for item number 3, the consent calendar. Can I ask for a motion? So moved commissioner Schneer. Thank you commissioners. Um, will all commissioners. In favor, say yay. 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 Aye. Aye. And all opposed, say nay. The motion passes unanimously. Thank you, commissioners. Thank you, Craig. Now I will call item number four. Item number four is the 180 Jones Street, Philippua. We have a discussion and possible action to approve the design of the artwork drawn to the light. We are home for a change by Philippua to be installed at 180 Jones Street, located at the corner of Turk Street. The artwork is funded by MOHCD. Tenderloin Neighborhood Development Corporation will be responsible for ongoing maintenance. The work will not become a part of the civic art collection. I'd like to introduce independent public art project manager, Lynn Baer, to present the item. Lynn. Thank you. Good. Um, good. I just want to begin by saying the architects and thank you for that introduction you took what I was going to say but I will not repeat thank you oh, please um 180 Jones Street as she said is on the corner of Turk and Jones and the architects for the project was Van Meter Williams Pollock and architects and I also want to introduce the um, project manager for the entire project is here Jacob Goldstein if there's any questions about the project right beyond okay because of the short time frame um uh, um, of the project, we did not go out for a public RFQ. It's a small project, um, and um, it's we are one year out of completion. So it was a very fast-paced project. So what we did, we invited a group of selected artists of diverse background, all from the Bay Area. Also, the um, because uh, the design phase had already been completed, there was really only one location for the art on the facade. So there's a very simple project. And so we kind of streamlined the whole process. And from that um, part of the, oh, sure. Okay. The art, we did have an art selection committee and was formed of representatives from TNDC, uh, the architects and members of the Transgender District of San Francisco and Central City SRO Collaborative. So they were on the selection panel for the artist. And that was our way of reaching out to the community um, in terms of the artist. Three, ar three proposals um, were proposed, and they were all different but interesting interpretations of the challenge of the working within the parameters of the location and the budget. It was a difficult decision for the selection committee, but after a thoughtful discussion, the proposal below uh, by Philip Poirot was selected. The, for the concept for 180 Jones, artist Philip Hua proposes seven plaster medallions featuring different moths and a, title, a tiled entryway with porcelain tiles. 
inspired by the Tenderloin's vibrant nightlife history as a haven for those seeking a change in their lives from the queer community, the transgender community, women who wanted more independence, immigrants seeking more opportunity, and those trying to exist, exit homelessness. Han represents these communities in the form of moss. As nocturnal creatures that undergo change through metamorphosis, the moss will be attached to the concrete columns, referencing the architectural medallions of other buildings in the Tenderloin. The entryway's walls and ceilings will be tiled in a gradient pattern, with dark tiles at the bottom and gradually transitioning to fully golden at the top and on the ceiling to evoke a sense of light for the moths to orbit. The intention is to create a sense of hope and uplift for the residents and the neighborhood. The moths will be 3D modeled, cast in plaster, then hand-painted, sealed, and gilded with 24-karat gold leaf to withstand the elements. Additional hand embellishments with gold mica add an organic quality to the, stru to the structure and precision of the blocks and half domes. The background of the moths will be chocolate brown to blend with the color scheme of the building. Six medallions will be 24 by 24 inches, and one will be 24 by 30. I wish you could see them better, but can you see where they are in the building? Do you want? Yeah, there's a does it have a pointer? Does any level? Okay. I'll wait. All right. Oh, yeah. Right there. There are there, there, and right here, and right there, and right there. And it's interesting. Um, I hadn't thought of all the medallions on the buildings in that area until he did his proposal. And then walking around, I'm looking up, and now I'm noticing all the all the medallions in the area. So it's interesting how a kind of contemporary artist looks at and um, reinterprets something that we have a lot of here in San Francisco. This is the main building entrance. You can see how um, the tiles will go around the entrance and now they'll probably go along that center column as well. Um, this is just an interpretation of the way it will look, but it will be a nice a warm, you know, warm entrance to the building. Philip is an exhibiting artist, community activist, and educator at the Academy of Art University, where he teaches digital medium. He has experience working with municipal, educational, and corporate clients, including the cities of Davis, Palo Alto, Sunnyvale, San Antonio, and San Francisco, the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission, the San Francisco Municipal Transportation Authority, BART, and UCSF, among others. Though his family immigrated from Vietnam, he was born and raised in San Jose and has lived in San Francisco for 23 years. Um, that's the very simple project. Any questions or any? Thank you so much, Lynn. Um, I really do appreciate the tie-in with the old architecture to the new architecture. Um, I think that is a constant struggle and how do we fit in the new with uh, acknowledging and um, in some ways matching the old. So I really do appreciate the artist's uh, notice to that that detail. Um, commissioners, uh, Commissioner Schneer. Yeah, um, I just had a quick question for you. First of all, I, lo I love the idea and what he's doing with it and the idea of the medallions. I think it's, it's wonderful. Um, my question is with the uh, entryway, mm -hmm. there is, so he says he's using ANSACs, Alenco series porcelain gold and Nero tiles. So are, are these 
from an artwork of hers or or no no they, these, can you explain this to me yes um the tiles are actually going to be purchased from ann Sachs tile company okay got it and then cut so they're commercial you know they commercial, they're commercial they're tiles. commercial tiles okay. that then will be cut to to form i think they're 12 by 12 inches and they're okay. going to be cut to 2 by 12 inches right so and, um, and yeah so it will happen yes and right. and yes it's one apparently it's one tile that has this gradations mm -hmm. so it's not separate tiles so it's kind of all within the same um that's what will be random okay but but the two tiles here are just a, a an idea of a selection or they're what going to be used I, i'm just trying to they're and Sachs alenco they are the tiles that will be used the tiles that will be used okay that's great thank you and yeah there's going to be gradations of course yeah no i i understand i just wasn't quite sure right. from this what so thanks for the explanation. Appreciate it. Hi, Commissioner McCoy here. Um, thank you very much for your presentation. Um, one of the elements I thought was quite interesting was the use of the moth. Um, very thoughtful um, and uh, uh, many different ties to uh, different aspects of the tenderloin and, and people. Um, my question is, are, is there any lighting feature or anything around the tile work that's going to be that will illuminate or show the, um, the tiles <laughs> at night? We, we we discussed that, but unfortunately, as, as we said, the construction had begun when this whole project, and therefore it was too far along for us to be able to put lighting in. And it was, I think we looked into it, and it was a bit prohibitive. So unfortunately, no. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. The gold would reflect on yeah. pretty good in the street lights. We think so. We hope so. Yeah. And the tile uh, behind the medallion, um, Commissioner Ferris talking, um, you said that's going to match the substrate that it's uh, put on the building. So there won't be that much contrast. It'll just look like the moth is there. Okay. That's, that's great. Yes. And also, the, it, there, it's going to be made out of plaster. And so the background of, of the moths, let me get past. I don't know if you can see with the light. Um, they're, variations by two inches mm -hmm. so they're like cubes behind it so they will form the moss will be the gold and they'll be you know three-dimensional but the tile behind it is going to be handmade and will have gradations too so it'll catch the light in different ways it's not just a flat piece with the moth on it okay great can you see that I, yep now you can see it probably didn't uh, come through and then the wall that it's going to be placed on is flat yes okay Now you can see it in, in yeah. That, now you yeah. can see how the the blocks are going to be like two inch blocks, and some will be thicker and thinner than the others. This is very much in his style. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Very simple, practical question: um, dust accumulation of just environmental soil and just you know, how how will they be kept uh, bright and shiny? That's a good question. We it'll be. Um, but they're durable enough. They're so durable that, enough so that they can cold, be yes. power washed. It'll be when the building is power washed. I mean, this is a difficult thing that we have right. to work within the building maintenance. And that's been tested in terms of water pressure and such like that. Um, yes, it will be. They're going to be coated. Great question, Commissioner Collins. And to follow up with that. Will it be included in the maintenance schedule of the cleaning of the building? 
Okay, great. Perfect. Great. Any other commissioner comments, questions? Thank you again so much, Lynn. Yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful piece. I can't wait to see it. Elegant solution. Yeah, very much. Great. All right, I would like to double check any other commissioner comments or questions. Seeing none, I would like to call for public comments. Is there any public comment on item number 4, 180 Jones Street? Um, since there's no in person public, we will be seeking um, comments from those joining us remotely. Is there anyone online that would like to comment on the item number 4? Been a few seconds for people to raise their hand. And I see no requests for public comment at this time. Great, thanks, Craig. Uh, then I would like to ask for a motion. So move, Schneer. The second. Second, McCoy. Thank you, commissioners. All right, commissioners, if you can uh, respond, um, I, if you uh, approve, all that's all in favor, please say I. I. Thank you, and all those opposed, say nay. Uh, the motion passes unanimously. Great, thanks, Craig. Nurse, thank you so much, Lynn. Thank you both for joining us. All right, I'd like to call number five. If you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand to be added to the queue, and you will be called on at the appropriate time. Item number five is the SFAC Galleries Fall 2023 exhibitions. We have three discussions and possible actions. First is for the Director of Cultural Affairs to approve an, a curator honorarium in the amount of 5,000 to Mission, Mission Cultural Center of Latino Arts for their participation in the 2023-2024 SFAC Galleries City Hall Exhibition, titled To Be Determined, on view September 14th, 2023 through July 12th, 2024. Secondly, for the Director of Cultural Affairs to approve a curator honorarium in the amount of $5,000 to Manush Zamorodinia for the participation in the Fall 2023 SFAC Gallery's Main Gallery Exhibition, October 13th through December 16th, 2023. And thirdly, for the Director of Cultural Affairs to approve the Artist Honorarium in the amount of $900 to Marin Agarwal Supermarin, $700 to Alex Arts, $900 to Msaki, $700 to Kiana Honormand, $700 to Masha Kachiva, $900 to Carolina Maki Kitagawa Frisbee, $900 to Nazarin Lofty, $900 to Lorena Molina, $900 to Yatunde Olagabuj. Gabuju, not 700 to Kelly O'Leary, 700 to Tiara Riksu, 700 to Sanaza, Sanaz Safan, Safana Saab, 700 to Ebti Shidid, and 700 to Connie Zhang for the research and development of artwork for the SFAC Galleries exhibition to the main gallery on view October 13th through December 16th, 2023. I'd like to introduce SFAC Galleries Director, Carolina 
Arunbar Fernandez to introduce the item. Carolina. Good afternoon, commissioners. I'll be presenting out fall exhibitions 2023 at the City Hall and the main gallery. First at City Hall, we're thrilled to announce that we're we're thrilled to announce that we were, we are collaborating with Mission Cultural Center for Latino Arts on an exhibition documenting the history of political and community activism and cultural events through the posters produced by Mission Grafica and La Raza Graphics. Mission Grafica was established in 1977 the same time as Mission Cultural Center as a low-cost community, uh, low community-led graphic arts studio and workshop offering classes, studio rentals, and services to the community. La Raza Graphics produced silk screens, posters, and prints primarily by Chicano and Latinx artists in the Mission District from 1971 to 1995. Organized by young artists and community organizers, La Raza organized art classes, produced posters for organizations, for rallies, fundraisers, and cultural and educational events. The exhibition will illustrate San Francisco's history of political activism and cultural vibrancy through the posters produced by Mission Grafica and La Raza Graphics decade by decade. And now, at the main gallery is Unveiling Boundaries, The Evocative Power of Place and Space. This is a working title. A 14-artist group exhibition curated by Manush Somorodinia. The exhibition delves into the concept of place, the interplay of human activities, relationships, and interaction that shapes and defines places. The exhibition recognizes that place, that place extends beyond the mere physicality, encompassing narratives, histories, and emotions. Through the artist's work, this exhibition aims to illustrate the multifaceted dimensions that contribute to the essence of place. The artist. Alex Arts is an interdisciplinary artist, educator, gardener, grant writer, and arts administrator based in Oakland, California. Rooted in a connection to place and material explorations, she facilitates connections between human and non-human spaces by creating projects in the form of publications, interactive objects, workshops, group performances, lectures, videos, and in an experimental gardens. Epti is a multidisciplinary artist and translator living between Cairo and San Francisco. Her practice is informed by languages, theater, literature, music, and her family's making tradition she never got to learn. Through this multifaceted, dislocated lens, she looks at the ideas of home, belonging, and attachment. Though her work is rooted in photography, she's constantly looking for new materials and methods that will best translate her ideas. Once she starts working on a project, she embraces the notions of accident and failure. Her practice is ever-evolving and is influenced by her restlessness. 
Esam Saki is an artist and educator who was born in temporary suburb called the town of atomic energy. Working in energy related fields and with natural resources is a common thread in her family. This lineage has had this lineage has conceptually influenced her multidisciplinary practice. M. Samaki earned a BA in studio practice from UC Berkeley, where she received the Wendy Sussman, Sussman and the Eisner Prize and an M MFA from Yale School of Art. Kiana Honormand is an artist born and raised in Iran. Her work addresses issues related to her cultural identity, violation of women's rights in Iran, censorship, surveillance, and the Western perception of her South Asian and North African identity. Derived from her interest in, in, in different materials and processes, Kiana's interdisciplinary practice features the use of digital fabrication tools, as well as traditional methods of craft. In 2012, Kiana moved to the United States to pursue and complete her master's in fine arts degree. She currently lives and works in the Bay Area. Carolina Maki Kitgawa Frisbee is an artist based in Mexico City. Her practice reflects personal Quetodian moments that highlight the anti-patriarchal scholarship of value, protection, and provocation through sculpture, ceramics, performance, and the occasional photography. Masha Kechaeva is a multidisciplinary artist from Moscow, Russia. She uses established techniques and techniques and develops original work through a combination of costume and set design, lightning, video, photography, and choreography and directing. An important part of her research, whether it's working on performance of personal or personal project, is studying rituals, symbols, unconscious memories, and dreams. Nasafarin Lofti received her MFA from the School of the Art Institute of Chicago in 2011 and her BA from the University of Tehran in, 20, in 2007. Lofti is a multidisciplinary artist who studies how the self and notion of identity, information, understood in relationship to architecture, landscapes, space, and place. She explores humanness, the relation to non-humane bodies, and places that are defined by practices of map making and gardening. Lorena Molina is a Salvadorian multidisciplinary artist, educator, and curator. Through the use of photography, video performance, and installation, Molina's work explores identity, intimacy, and pain. At the core of her work is an exploration of spatial inequalities and the challenges that oppressed groups faced in constructing place and establishing, establishing a sense of belonging. Molina is an assistant professor of photography and digital media at the University of Houston and is also the a founder and director of the Third Space Gallery, a community space and gallery that supports and highlights BIPOC artists in Cincinnati. Tunde Olagbaju is an artist, organizer, and residency director based on unceded of loan 
land and the Tonvai lands, Bay Area and Los Angeles, California. They utilize sculpture, installation, video and performance as through lines for inquiries regarding labor, legacy, memory and processes of healing. Kelly O'Leary is an, an interdisciplinary artist based in Northern California. She received an MFA in, studio, in art studio from the University of California, Davis, and a BA in art with minor in anthropology from the University of California, Santa Cruz. O'Leary's speculative research-based practice investi investigates the role of digital technology from multiple human and non-human perspectives in an age of an ecological collapse. Terry mm. Rebo is a Kanaki Owe filmer, filmmaker and writer based between Honolulu and Oakland. She has made multiple short films that focus on our interconnection with both environment and our, our communities. While layering components of science fiction and fantasy, her films involve a magical realism exploration of a spirituality, labor, and the natural environment. Drawing up upon the structure of dream worlds and Hawaiian cosmology to critique both social and ecological imbalances. Her work often combines with installation elements to create immersive and expanded media experiences. Sanaz Safanasab art is rooted in hybridity and the concept of opacity in across cultures experiences which resist demands for transparency and universal subject. Her work focuses on the visual dynamics of public encounters, hierarchies, and patriarchal powers. Sana Safanasabi is invested in creating a fresh the cultural aesthetics of her native country, Iran. By representing them, deconstructed, reducted, displaced, and realized in a new space. Through drawing, painting, and fabric, and fiber and ceramics, she is interested in the quality of lines and forms that help explore whatever is relational, fluid, various, and more importantly, uncertain. Supermarine is an, is an Indian artist working at the intersection of architecture, sculpture, and landscape. She is presently engaged in the field, a collaborative arts project that considers the cultivated lawns of, in contemporary city to explore how our conceptions of nature are shaped by colonial narratives. Fields is a bio-art project operating in intersections of sculpture, performance, bioethics, and fraud arenas of urban space. The project considers the cultivated lawns in contemporary cities to produce how our conceptions of nature are shaped by colonial narratives. Sculptures are made from waste lawn clippings and she boils, washes, and cooks in her kitchen to create, to create translucent, biodegradable, bioplastic aching to vegan leather. leather. Last. 
Connie Sang is a Chinese-born artist, writer, and experimental filmmaker based out in Hochun, also known as Oakland, California. She works with maps, seeds, food, environmental histories, speculative fiction, field recordings, and hand-drawn animation. Her projects frequently include participatory scenarios and seek to diagram dynamic relationships between human and more than human worlds, as well as concepts that sustain or destabilize these relationships. About the curator, Menush Somordania is an Iranian-born interdisciplinary artist who makes visible the emotional and psychological reflections of her mind's eye inspired by nature and her environments. She employs walking as a catalyst to reference the power of technology as a colonial structure while negotiating boundaries of land. Her strolling sometimes reimagine our relationships between nature, land, and, and sorry, our relationships between nature, land, and technology while addressing transformation of memories into actual physical space absurdity. Certainly. Thank you. And I'm happy to answer any questions. Thank you so much, Carolina. And I'm really happy to have you join us. Um, I believe this is your first time presenting, is it? Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for showing us all these amazing artists. It'll be really great to see what they come up with. A lot of um, that work was very moving. So I'm really excited to see what they come up with. So I uh, want to check if we have any commissioner discussion, comments, or questions. I'd just like to raise that um, Ralph and I saw Connie Zhang's work at SOMART. Um, and her practice is really quite impressive. She was mapping the movement of food. Um, prototypes from different parts of the world in trade and, and the impact of food as a global system. And it's really wonderful to see her, her work represented here um, and that it was captured in this. So I'm very pleased about that because it really shows that, you know, our ecosystem is working to surface, identify and amplify artists. Thank you, Commissioner Collins. And yes, I can't agree more. Um, any other comments, comments or questions from commissioners? Commissioner Schneer? Oh, yes, thank you. Um, I'm really impressed with the group of artists that you've put together here. It looks like it'll be um, extraordinary showings of work. Congratulations. Any other commissioner comments, questions? None. Thank you so much, Carolina. And Thank I, you, Commissioner. I love how you guys are also incorporating um, other local uh, curators. And, um, you know, that also, as you had mentioned, Commissioner Collins really does uh, bring vibrancy into the artists that can be included. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So I would like to call for public comment. Is there any public comment on item number five, the SFAC Galleries Fall 2023 exhibitions? Um, there is no uh, public in person, so we are seeking uh, comments from those online. For those joining remotely, please raise your hand if you're listening via WebEx. If you're calling by phone, press star three to be placed in the queue. <laughs> Instructions are on the screen. Um, we will give it a few moments to see if anyone raises their hand.
And I see no public comment at this time. Great, thank you so much, Craig. All right, I would like to call for a motion. So moved, Commissioner Collins. Uh, second, Schneer. Thank you, commissioners. All those in favor say aye. 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 And all opposed say nay. Thank you. The motion passes unanimously. Thanks so much, Craig. All right, I'd like to call item number six. If you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand to be added to the queue and you will be called on at the appropriate time. Item number six is the Sonoma Valley Museum of Art. We have a discussion and possible action to approve the loan of the painting 1979.71 Seneca by Richard Mayhew to the Sonoma Valley Museum of Art for their upcoming exhibition. Richard Mayhew, Inner Terrain, September 16th, 2023 through January 7th, 2024. I'd like to introduce Senior Registrar Allison Cummings to present the item. Thank you. Good afternoon, Commissioners. Uh, this is a fairly straightforward request. A little background for uh, newer commissioners. When we have a request for a loan from a, for a piece in the Civic Art Collection from an outside institution, we bring it to uh, commission for approval and let you know that this is happening for a work in our collection. Um, this is a request that came in fairly recently from the uh, Sonoma is it the Sonoma Valley uh, Museum of Art. They're doing a uh, survey of Richard Mayhew's work, um, and this is a by, or uh, excuse me, that's located, it's part of the SFO collection. It's uh, installed currently at SFO in the medical facility, which is in um, the international terminal. It's accessible to the public at any time um, during the uh, uh, pandemic. You can get vaccinated there. It's for travelers. It's, you know, most um, uh, international airports have a clinic um, and it's in the lobby area. Um, and uh we think this is an important exhibition to be a part of there we go thank you Dar. <laughs> um and we uh, are seeking your approval uh for the loan um you may know that uh, richard mayhew is a uh quite a uh, extensive artist he's uh lives uh, california artist lives uh down in um santa cruz area uh he just turned 99 um, and so, uh, uh, we are, uh, anxious to participate and, um, and certainly support, uh, uh, such an illustrious career, uh, with this piece at the, uh, at the show. It opens in September. It's a pretty quick turnaround, September to January of this year. And I'm happy to answer any questions. Thanks so much, Allison. What a beautiful piece. Yeah. And what a great opportunity to share some of our collection and, you know, get that out there so other people can be exposed to it and also kind of give a shine to the amazing collection that San Francisco has both at our airport and in the city. So awesome. Right. Um, checking with any commissioners about any questions or comments. And I do have yeah. uh, one comment I, and I, um, I know I checked in about this, uh, but there is um, a space then that the public would see an empty wall, I guess, if that is coming down. Right, so I should have mentioned, we've already spoken with our cohorts at um, SFO Museums, they've approved this loan as well. Um, and what they do often is they print a replacement oh. um, uh, for exhibition. I mean, it's obvious, it's just a, a vinyl that they put up and they explain where the piece is and when it'll oh. be back. <laughs> and so yeah, we, don't, yeah, we don't try to pass it off as real, but, um, but it's and some didn't. didactic that explains where the painting is and how long it's going to be gone for. 
before. So they're very much aware of um, and the visitor experience at SFO, as you know. <laughs> and so empty walls are not. <laughs> right. Well, that's even kind yeah. of cooler, um, I think, in some ways, because then people can see like, oh, the piece. Yeah, the little placeholder. Absolutely. Traffic. And uh, you may have noticed with the session number 1979, uh, we've had this piece in the collection for a long time. It was one of the first um, groups of pieces that was acquired for SFO after the ordinance, the 1969 Art Enrichment Ordinance. And it came in with pieces like um, Thibault and Bechtel and some of those really renowned uh, works that are at the, the uh, airport. So. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's just mm -hmm. yeah, something about art adding to longevity. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Allison. And yeah, this is such a great opportunity for um, SF's collection. So great. Um, any other commissioner comments or questions? Seeing none, I'd like to call for uh, public comments. Is there any public comment on item number six, the Sonoma Valley Museum of Art? Um, since there's no public in person, we'll be taking remote public comment. If you're joining remotely, please raise your hand. Please raise your hand. Uh, if, uh, if you're listening via WebEx, if you're calling by phone, press star three to be placed in the queue. The instructions for public comment are on the screen. We are on item number six. Um, give it a couple moments for public to raise your hand. And there is no request for public comment at this time. Great. Public comment is now closed for this item, and I'd like to ask for a motion. So moved, Schneer. Oh. It just came up, but I'm assuming it's for this and not to go ahead. Okay. okay, sure. Um, uh, welcome to the visual arts committee meeting. We're on item number 6. You will have 3 minutes to state your public comment and we'll start your time as soon as you begin speaking. Oh, I'm not sure. You're sorry. Is this working? Go ahead. Hi, I'm just actually commenting that the presenter mic has been muted for the past several minutes. Can you hear it? Can you hear it now? No, I can I can read the transcripts, but I can't. It shows that there's that it's muted. Can you hear this microphone? Can you hear this microphone? No, I can't hear it. On the WebEx, the microphone icon shows that it's muted.
We're troubleshooting right now to yeah. see if we Thank can you for letting us find know. an issue. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, we have confirmation that um, the audio is actually working for other people who are online. So you might want to log out of the meeting and then log back in. Great, thanks so much, Craig and Tara, for troubleshooting that. Um, hopefully, you are able to um, get your microphone working. It seems like it may be an issue on your end. Hopefully, if logging out and logging back in will fix that issue for you. But we have confirmation from other folks that uh, they can hear the microphone. So, fingers crossed it will work uh, when you log back in. All right, we're going to continue. Any other uh, public comment? Um. No. I think it's um, there's no other public comment at this time. Okay. And have we resolved the issue as far as we can on our end? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. All right. Then I would like to ask for a motion. So move, Schneer. And a second. So moved, Ms. Lay. Thank you, commissioners. Uh, all those in favor, please say aye. 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 All opposed, say nay. Thank you. Uh, the motion passes unanimously. Thanks so much, commissioners. Thank you so much, Greg. Thank you so much, Allison. All right, I'd like to call item number seven. If you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand to be added to the queue and you will be called on at the appropriate time. Item number seven is the 49 South Van S video wall project. We have several discussions and possible actions. First, to approve tra trajectory, the final design by Studio Miguel Arzabi LLC for the 49 South Van S video wall project. Two, to approve reverberation. The final design by Aaron Cantor for the 49 South Van S video wall project. Next, to approve Polis, the final design by David James Bayes for the 49 South Van S video wall project. Next, to approve Threshold, the final design by Lindsay Ellen Belchers Rothwell for the 49 South Van S video wall project. Next, to approve Flower Tower. The final design by Jeremy Rourke for the 49 South NS video wall project. And lastly, to approve nothing is forever in the constant flux of building and maintaining the final design by Selena Trepp for the 49 South NS wall project. I'd like to introduce program associate Craig Cora to present the item. Craig. Great. Thank you, Susan. Um, and good afternoon, commissioners. So I will be 
presenting six out of the 11 um, final videos for the South Venice video wall project. Um, just as a reminder, 29 South Venice is a relatively new city building that is that houses um, the permit center and administrative offices of several city agencies, um, including building inspection, planning, and public works. Uh, the building is located just a few blocks down the street from here and uh, just before Mission Street. Um, this is actually where the video wall is. It's right off um, right off uh, Van Ness, and you could kind of um, peer into it from the street to see um, the works when they will be up. Uh, the six artists I'm presenting were selected based on their past work and approved by the Visual Arts Committee and the full commission. Subsequently, they presented their, or I presented their um, conceptual proposals, all of which were unanimously approved. And I think what I'll do is, uh, and this is a, um, a image of the video wall. Um, and I think what I'll do is I'll read a brief intro of each video and then play the video, and then we could have questions and comments after. I have um, three of the artists on the line. Uh, David Bayes, Lindsay Rothwell, and Jeremy Rourke will be on the line today. So let's see how we do this. Um, so let me introduce this first. Okay, um, so this is Miguel Arzabe. Uh, trajectory captures vignettes of uh, San Francisco city life from different perspectives. Among the comings and goings of the general populace, bubbles travel around the city, catch, catching glimpses of everyday life. The bubble is a meditation on the fragility of the human condition.
And that was Miguel Arzabe. We'll go on to the next one. Um, So, um, and this is, sorry, Aaron Cantor, um, using kaleidoscopic effects to play with the motif of uh, repetition, reverberations calls to mind the extravagant stagings of Busby, Busby Berkeley musicals. This video evolves through three stages of queer magic ritual, creating space, building the playground and joyous expression. The film aims to present hypnotizing images, which will invite the spectator into a ritual, which is ultimately intended for to generate a sense of queer joy with each viewing. Let me just start this over. Sorry about that.
And next we will have uh, David Bayes. Oops. Um, so, uh, Polis by David Bayes um, is an animated short depicting shapes and movements observed in San Francisco. Um, buildings expand and contract, build themselves up and tear themselves down. Figures are depicted simply with emphasis on uh, motion that describes the routine routines of everyday life, commuting, working, uh, taking out the garbage, relaxing at home, etc. So here's Polis. Right, we're uh, moving on. 
Okay, next we have Threshold by Lindsay Rothwell. And Threshold is a site-specific exploration of the architecture at 49 South Venice and its place within the city. The pavilion's curtain wall, uh, floor, and curved screen serves as a threshold signaling shifts between um, the real built conditions and the projected images imagined space. The video is geolocated and shows both the real topography and the path the sun is path of the sun as viewed from the building's location within San Francisco. Okay. Um, next, we have uh, Jeremy Rourke 
me bring that up. Um, so uh, this is called Flower Tower, and Jeremy work was inspired by a quote from Herb Cain um, in 1973 regarding the then new Sutro Tower. Uh, Herb Cain wrote, I kept waiting for it to stalk down the hill and attack the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> Work's Sutro Tower takes a stroll around the city, ending up at 49 South Venice video wall. And finally, we have Selena Trepp. Okay, so um, Selena Trepp, this is nothing is forever in the constant flux of building and maintaining. Uh, 49 South Venice building houses the planning department the Department of Building Inspection, and the Department of Public Works. These are city departments concerned with maintaining a livable environment for all in this shared urban space. Um, they are the backbones handling the building and maintaining of the city. The video reflects this dynamic of building and maintaining that throws, flows throughout the city.
Yeah. And that was um, six of 11 videos that I am presented to you for approval. Um, they all kind of represented different, you know, took different approaches in both style and content. And I think with the other videos that I'll be presenting next month, we'll make a very unique and entertaining suite of video, video programming. So happy to answer any questions. And we do have uh, three of the artists on, on the line right now for questions as well. Who are the three of us? Uh, Jeremy Rourke, David Bayes, and Lindsay Rothwell. Thank you so much, Craig. And oh my gosh, how fun were those? Those were so awesome. Uh, checking in with commissioners for any comments or questions. Uh, I love the work. More than impressed. It represents a lot of the, I was surprised how many things have to do with the city, which is even more. And that was a, was that a request? I don't know if it was, but. There, there were some project goals. Really okay. Yeah. But it's just really well done, really. Um, everything from emotional to design wise, and it represents a lot of different artful and each one of us, well, each one is its own story. So it's amazing work. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Moosley. And yes, here, here. Any other commissioner? Um, commissioner yeah, just McCoy. Commissioner McCoy here. I just actually want to second that comment. I think one of the things that was really um, wonderful to see was the thread about living in San Francisco. Each of them had a, a unique story about the city told in a very different um, method, medium, color schemes, everything. It was, but it was really lovely to see um, stories of our cities told in these short three minute segments. Um, in such a diverse way. So congratulations to the artists on that. Thank you, Comm Commissioner McCoy. Um, Commissioner Schneer. Yeah, I also, I, I second that. I'm uh, here, I, I have to give major kudos to everybody on this in terms of stepping into digital arts and digital film and stuff, because we have not done that before. And the whole concept of this from the very beginning was something very new. And um, I have to say along the way, there were times where I was a little, I'm not sure about this, but um, I think that it's all come together really well. I'm, um, and uh, this is congratulations out to everybody, the artists, and in particular, our staff, our project managers who somehow are able to pull this together and make this kind of thing happen. So I just wanted to throw that out and say congratulations. Thank you. There's still there's still six more, right? There are five others uh, that will be presenting next next month. And then we had talked about this idea of like their their concept that like that you read there of getting a QR code or something so that people could understand their point of view. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely considering having something that would um, be linked to our our website. Yes, have additional yeah. content on. Yeah. yeah, which would be great. A way to get people to the website. Yes. <laughs> okay. Great. Thank you, Commissioner Schneer. Thank you, Commissioners. Any other Commissioner comments or questions? I'm just seeing... thought of, oh, sorry, sorry, just thought of something. Is this thing for future reference? When it comes to digital art, it's so because it's digital, you know, we could. This might open up doors to partner up with with bill, not billboards, but digital billboards. For example, some of the ones I see in downtown and uh, or uh, Salesforce. I don't know if they're still in that building, but you know there, there's some amazing size screens out there. Just for 
it's you know another way to present your artist and collaborate with with other entities some of the artists we work with did have um, work on the Salesforce um, tower. Yeah, or even the one that was this wide one. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the big one in the, the, lobby. What, the 350 mission, yeah. uh, the, yeah. the other building. So. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I'm saying that is because with digital, with digital, we're able to take the work and to, a, to other places and mediums, you know, and it gives us another opportunity for the artists yeah. to present themselves. Yeah, thank you, Commissioner Musley, for that comment. And thank you again for serving on the panel with your expertise in this field, especially, and um, for helping us yeah. come to some really great art. Um, and I would like to uh, echo what Commissioner Schneer was saying, and kudos to the SFAC staff and, and Craig and all those involved in this project. Um, I mean, it's, it's really inspiring, and it's amazing what uh, San Francisco and the San Francisco Arts Commission is doing in terms of being at the forefront of different mediums. I think about the solar panel um, uh, mural that's getting put put up, and you know this being another example of that, um, where San Francisco really is uh, being innovative in the materials and the mediums that we are allowing artists to work in, and you know being an example. Uh, for the rest of the world in that in that sense. So thank you very much staff for your creative thinking and for how you work with artists and presenting uh, different opportunities and different mediums. It's amazing. Yeah. I also think. Oh. And thank you. Yes, please uh, clarify Mary. Oh, I, um, oh I just wanted to say also that um, I feel like the artists took this project very seriously mm -hmm. and they it was also very personally meaningful and um, they're all really excited um, because video artists don't often work in public art. So having a public work was, you know, very important to a lot of these artists. Right. I just wanted to say congratulations to, to staff, to Craig for managing this project and seeing it through. It's really, really exciting. This is our, for, as you say, our first video arts program. And I, you know, hopefully we can do more. We are, you know, learning and thank you. I just wanted to say thank you to our collections team too because there are challenges along the way as you're working in new mediums and, and um, looking at public art in, in, uh, you know, um, in this kind of way. So we are working through some of those and, <laughs> and seeing what those challenges are, but I think it's really exciting to see this group of artists really looking forward to seeing the next group as well. It'll be a collection, half an hour, it'll be shown and we'll have an opening and we'll invite you all over to see it, hopefully with the artists as well. So. I'm looking forward to that. And thank you, commissioners, for your support on this project. Thank you so much, Mary. And yes, thank you and kudos again to staff. And hopefully this is a precedent for more to come and it'll get easier as uh, you know, this does become a more prominent um, medium that artists are working in. Great, any other commissioner, staff comments, questions? Seeing none, I would like to... Uh, I would like to call for public comments. Is there any public comment on item number seven, the 49 South NS wall project? So um, there's in-person public, so we'll be taking public comment from um, on people online. Um, if you're joining remotely, please raise your hand. If And if you're listening via the WebEx, if you're calling by phone, press star three to be put in the queue. The instructions for public comment are on the screen. We are on item number seven. We'll give it a few moments. 
Um, there is no public comment at this time. Great, thank you so much, Craig. And uh, just to double check, since we do have three of the artists on the line, is it still uh, appropriate to see if they have anything they want to add? Yeah. Sure. Uh, sure. Uh, David or Jeremy or Lindsay. Sorry, I should have asked this before, but if there's anything you'd like to say about this, your projects, or um, the working on the videos in particular, please let us know. Uh, hello. Hi, David. Hey, uh, I'm just chiming in real quick just to say uh, thank you all for the opportunity. It's uh, I second what was said earlier. It's really great to be able to work in this format uh, with a public art program. So I just want to say thanks for the opportunity. <laughs> great. Thank you, David. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Hey, Lindsay, you're unmuted. This is Lindsay Rothwell. I just wanted to echo exactly what David said. Um, this was such a fantastic opportunity and just wanted to thank the commission and Craig for all your work and for giving video artists uh, public art opportunities. That's been a um, challenging but exciting project to work on. So thank you. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you so much. All right. Then I would like to uh, ask for a motion. So moved, uh, Schneer. Second, Slay. Thank you, commissioners. All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed say nay. And the motion passes unanimously. Thanks so much, Craig, and thank you again, Craig, for all your work on this project. And thank you uh, to the artists that joined us and the artists who um, have completed theirs. That was really was a treat to see. All right, we're going to move forward. I'm going to call item number eight. If you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand to be added to the queue and you will be called on at the appropriate time. Item number eight is the Gene Friend Recreation Center. We have a discussion and possible motion to approve the public art project plan for Gene Friend Recreation Center. I'd like to introduce project manager Ariane Gillardin. And did I pronounce your name right? Thanks, you. Thanks so much. And Ari, go ahead. Thank you. Good afternoon. Um, I am pleased to present. The public art project plan for the Gene Friend Recreation Center improvement project. Just going to skip ahead here. So, just a quick orientation the center is located in Soma's Filipino Cultural Heritage District on 6th Street at the corner of Folsom. And a little background. In 2014, the San Francisco Recreation and Parks Department and the Trust for Public Land initiated a feasibility study and worked closely with the community to envision improvements to the center, which provides indoor and outdoor recreation facilities and programs for youth, seniors, and members of the local community. Now, nearly 25 years in operation and at a time of unprecedented population growth, the center will be rebuilt in order to create a safe, welcoming, and modern resource for its constituents. 
And after extensive community engagement and in partnership with Mark Cavaniero Associates and Kuth Renieri Architects, um, project goals for the capital improvement project have been identified as uh, create a space that is welcoming, open, and safe, extend the center's multi-purpose uses, honor the neighborhood's cultural heritage, and increase access and value for site users. So here is the new design, which some of you may have seen at the um, July 17th uh, Civic Design Review. Um, the new design is based on a light box concept that is meant to be transparent and inviting on the ground level and capped with a louver above, which provides shading and exterior texture. In the new design, the built structure will be anchored at the corner of Six and Folsom, and the outdoor space will be nestled behind it in the middle of the block, flanking Harriet and Six Streets. So the public art team has participated in several community meetings and design discussions and have identified the public art project goals as follows to illuminate the rich history and full diversity of San Francisco's Soma neighborhood, including recognition of Soma Pilipinas, the Filipino Cultural Heritage District, and to lift up the center as a, as a destination and proud neighborhood asset. We have identified two opportunities at the center. The first is located along the north facing wall of the double court gymnasium highlighted here in pink. And the second opportunity is located along the interior corridors. So here is a view of the first opportunity in the gym. Um, it is an integrated wall artwork and will be highly visible from the exterior at Six and Folsom Streets. Uh, artwork may be comprised of dye sublimated aluminum panels or another appropriate material and can span either the center section in between two diagonal struts or, um, or the entire expanse of the north facing wall. And uh, we identified dye sublimated aluminum um, as a possible material because of its ease in digitally translating two-dimensional work into permanent durable material that is suitable for large-scale um, work in a public art context. Um, this opens up art opportunity to many artists who have never worked in public art before, particularly those working in painting, illustration, photography, textile, and so on. So the total art enrichment amount is 520,000 and the implementation budget for the integrated wall artwork includes an artist contract for $206,550 and is inclusive of all artist fees as well as associated expenses for design, engineering, fabrication, transportation, and consultation during installation. Um, there's also a site work and installation budget of $50,000 which will be managed by the Arts Commission under a separate contract. And the panel composition is as follows. Um, for the qualification panel will be one uh, staff member and two arts professionals, 
The artist review panel will uh, be comprised of one client representative from Rec and Park, one arts commissioner, three arts professionals, and one community representative. And please note, um, I will be looking for a commissioner to serve on the panel. So if anyone is interested, uh, please get in touch with me after this agenda item. Um, and I also want to note that uh, the scoring criteria for both art opportunities will include the artist's meaningful connection to SOMA. So here is a view of the gymnasium interior with a partial view of art opportunity two, looking through the ground level windows into one of the two main corridors. So the second opportunity is a two dimensional artwork program in which a selection of up to 20 existing 2D artworks will be framed and mounted along the prominent interior corridors. The artwork implementation budget is $50,000 inclusive of artwork purchases, framing and installation. And here is the panel composition for the 2D program, the qualification panel. Um, qualification panel will actually be combined with uh, the first opportunity. Um, so that is the same makeup. And then we will have a separate artist review panel that will be comprised of one client representative, an arts commissioner, two arts professionals, and one community representative. And then just flashing this again, here's a plan view of the two main corridors. Here is an elevation view of some possible display walls. And then here is the project timeline, um, seeking approval for this project plan today, hoping to issue the RFQ uh, shortly in August. Uh, the deadline and the qualification panel will follow in September. Um, and then the artist uh, review panel one and orientation will be in October. Uh, those uh, finalist proposals will be due in December. Uh, the second panel will follow in January. Uh, followed by approvals in January and February. And then we anticipate that we will have an artist under contract in March of 2024. And so this is the timeline for the first opportunity, the integrated wall opportunity, uh, the second um, uh, selection process for the two-dimensional program will kind of be staggered afterwards and we'll begin in January. If anyone has any questions? Thank you so much, Ari. And it's exciting to see that there's a lot of um, options in terms of where the uh, displays and the art will go. Um, one question I have is, uh, how is that going to be decided? Is it decided by budget or how the designs, you know, kind of pan out? What what are the deciding factors, especially when you said part of the wall or the full expanse of the one, the one wall, the first one you showed? What helps decide that? Yeah, well, the design team has identified some kind of uh, ideal wall locations for the 2D program. I think it definitely budget and, you know, the, the size and number of um, available artworks will all help determine what the final placement and selection is. Great, thank you. 
Were you asking about the interior, uh, the gym gymnasium space? So yeah, the first oh, gymnasium <laughs> space in terms of it being a partial wall yeah. or that full expanse. Sorry. Secondly, when you showed the different options. So. Yeah, let me go back to that one. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the 2D program. So here's actually a partial view of the gymnasium. This is the north facing wall. You can see a mock-up of an artwork in yellow. So based on budget, and material um, an artist can choose to either fill those center six panels or if budget allows um, the full expanse of that wall is available to them so total it is i believe 16 panels um, that center section is six panels and that square footage can range from i believe around 240 square feet for the center section up to 640 square feet for the whole wall. Wow, yeah, what a difference. Yeah, and do they have the option of either those six and then adding a few or is it just the six or the whole thing? I think they can decide. Okay, great, yeah, awesome. I have a comment. Um, you know, in great books, you can't have really great pictures and text at the same time. They compete. So how do you figure the dynamic space? This is an athletic space. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the art can't be too noisy because it can be distracting. And it's really, and I'm really quite, I know something about this because of the amount of time I've spent in the, these types of environments. And so it's different than the challenge at the South East facility. Um, so I, I just hope that you're aware of that. And while we talk about user input, I think it's very important to test that. Um, highly geometrics are very difficult um, when you're thinking about, you know, a dance studio. Dance studios are typically very quiet on the walls. And so just bear that in mind in the process that, um, you're sensitive to the gym the gymnasium as it act that's the primary purpose of this space and so i hope that you take that into account in ensuring that it's it's really compatible from that that dynamic user perspective thank you for that comment commissioner collins and i absolutely can take that into consideration I it's think. even different from swimming yeah right so Again, this is a dynamic space. Swimming is a is a physical activity, but it's 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 head down, and therefore the walls can look different. In this case, the heads are always up and they're looking, and and it's also physical and it's contact. So I would just bear that in mind as you pay attention to what the use of the space is for, and that it be. Um, really deeply taken into account. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Now that you brought that up, thank you. That's a really good. It's at the end of the at the end of the day, it's the end user, right? Mostly the the community members of that space. I'm very familiar with that block. I worked in that neighborhood for over thirty years, and um, was wondering. I remember the the last. The art that was there before was more 
interactive with the kids outside. And um, well, this seems to be more limited to a space. And then there's the idea of what's the space is for. Could be, I'm just, just thinking out loud, I was thinking it could be, uh, could it be also redirected for outside? Is that a possibility or is that just a, something that you could see from the street, you could see through the gates, through, just, just throwing that out there. I meant the outside space. I know there's, there is an outside space also, it's right? A, the original the space. Area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. There you go. I think I, um, I, are you, I didn't want to interrupt. Thank you, Commissioner. No, no, I'm done. Thank you, sir. And then uh, yes, going along on both what uh, Commissioner Collins and Commissioner Musley said, I, I think um, they're very well thought out comments to be, uh, uh, to have you take a good, strong look at. And I am curious, I was going to ask the question on both the entry and from the entry into the playground area. Um, and we had talked about in uh, civic design review too the fact that you know it's it's kind of sparse in the um, in the outside playground area it might be a really excellent place because it's all um, secured and stuff there mm -hmm. to have maybe perhaps a sculpture there or something and also with the entryway those seem to be places that might be more appropriate for a major piece of art and to think about that aspect as well. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Commissioner Schneer. Thank you, Commissioners, for your comments. Any other Commissioner comments or questions? And I would just add, yeah, I mean, it's a fine line that you have to walk in terms of the functionality of the space as well as how it is viewed from the street. So you want to be able to make sure it works within the space for the athletes that are going to be playing in there as well as for the community that might pass by and see it. So how do you find that, that balance? Um, it does make me think of... Um, in my high school, they painted the walls in the classrooms a certain color because those colors supposedly made students want to focus more and or sit in the space longer. So it makes me that like, how do we, you know, potentially make it part of the project goals that the artists look into and consider how does it affect, you know, how were, how will their designs, their colors affect uh, the athletes that will be playing in there as well as again, that fine line. How will that also um, show to the community? So um, I know that's a, a challenge, and, and I don't know if that can be added to uh, the consideration that we ask the artists to take, but um, I do appreciate that, that thoughtfulness and consideration. Yeah, we have um, uh, Reckon Park project manager, Melinda Sullivan, on the line, so I think she will want to chime in in a minute. I'll just say that I think all these comments are really, really helpful, and I will certainly take all of them to heart um, to respond to your comment, uh, Commissioner Collins. I think, um, you know, regardless of, of what the final proposal is, I think as we move into design development, um, doing full-scale mock-up is absolutely necessary in this site, whether it's in the gym or elsewhere. Um, and luckily, um, Reckon Park and the project team has developed a really amazing relationship with uh, uh, stakeholders and community members. And so I think we have the ability to talk really directly with site users and um, share the design process as we 
go along. Um, so I'll also just give uh, Melinda a moment if she wants to comment. Good afternoon, commissioners and staff. Uh, Melinda Stockman Sullivan, project manager. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Yes, we can. Yes. Great. Uh, thank you so much. And thank you to Ari for the presentation and the support. And I, I did want to also mention that we've been involving the community on public art integration since 2017 or 18 when Arts Commission staff came to a meeting to explain the process and then solicited input um, and hosted more recently a, an online virtual meeting and, of course, stakeholder meeting. Um, I agree that these are really thoughtful comments and helpful with the process. Um, really excited about the art in the gymnasium. A couple quick points I wanted to mention. The gymnasium is a double court, which is pretty unique for Rec and Park. And there is a full acoustic partition between the two gyms um, that runs from 6th Street down the property line. So uh, we, while we envision that a lot of the time the partition will be open and folks will be able to view the artwork from outside. Well, we also envision that the court that's closer to the multi-purpose room and the playground will be used more often by youth um, doing other activities beyond basketball, just running around physical fitness activity. And the gym closer to Folsom could then be used at the same time for more tournament play or serious play. Um, that said, I, I do think that is an excellent point that Commissioner Collins raised of looking at colors um, and art, et, et cetera. And that's something that our recreation staff have brought to our attention as well. Um, and then in regarding the question about art in the foyer entry or the landscape, um, Ari and I were looking at a rendering uh, recently. I'm not sure if we have it, um, but it, it basically shows how how many windows there are in the foyer. So really there's a lot of visibility into that gym, even from Harriet Street and there's very little um, wall space. Uh, we did look at possibility of uh, a series of sculptures or element, public art element in the landscape area. Uh, there are very difficult soils in this area. So any kind of sculpture or 3D, 3D element would require a footing that would be uh, very costly and, and quickly absorb a lot of the budget. So that was one of the drivers towards going to the indoor space. Happy to answer any of the questions. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much for that information. Actually, and I had a question to follow up with uh, Commissioner Schneers. Uh, it would be so amazing if you guys can do a sculpture in the outside, but it's understandable um, with that explanation why that might not be possible. Uh, so checking for any other commissioner uh, comments or questions. Seeing none, thank you so much, Ari, and thank you so much both for uh, your your uh, information and your presentation. Thank you. All right, I'd like to call for public comment. Do we have any public comment on item number eight, the Gene Friend Recreation Center? Uh, so there's no in-person public, so we'll be um, asking those remotely for public comment. Uh, please raise your hand if you're listening via WebEx, and if you're calling by phone, press star three to be placed in the queue. The instructions are on the screen. We are on item number eight. And we'll give it a couple moments to see if anyone raises their hand. And there's no public comment at this time. Great. Thanks so much, Craig. Thanks again, Ari. And um, 
Remind me of the name of the uh, person on the line. Um, Melinda Sullivan. Yeah, Melinda. Thank you. Thank you guys both so much. All right. I would like to call for a motion. So moved, Schneer. Second, mostly. Thank you, commissioners. And all those in favor, please say aye. 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 All opposed, say nay. The motion passes unanimously. Thanks so much, Craig. Thanks, commissioners. Thanks again, Ari. All right, I'd like to call item number nine. If you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand to be added to the queue and you will be called on at the appropriate time. Item number nine is the San Francisco International Airport Terminal 3 Connector 2D Artwork Program. We have a discussion and a possible action to approve the public art project plan for the San Francisco International Airport Terminal 3 Connector Two-Dimensional Artwork Program. I'd like to reintroduce project manager Ari Gallardin uh, to present the item. All right. Thank you. So I am also pleased to present uh, the public art project plan for SFO Terminal 3 Connector Two-Dimensional Artwork Program. Again, I'm going to skip ahead. So this opportunity follows the recent construction of an administrative office tower between Terminals 2 and 3 located here at the STAR um, and a public connector corridor located between the two terminals highlighted in blue here. So a new artwork opportunity has been identified in two wall niches on either side of an existing sculpture series entitled Flourish by artist Allison Saar. Completed in 2021, Flourish is a series of three stainless steel sculptures. The central figure is a young girl sitting on two old steamer trunks with flowering branches blooming from her braids. This sculpture is flanked by two additional cases, each slightly ajar with roots growing out and cherry saplings emerging from the branches. The artist says that, quote, the series of sculptures reflects the global refugee crisis and the immigrant experience of displacement and adversity. It is a portrait that represents their exterior precarious state and their inner strength and fortitude. She explains, the girl is in the process of becoming. She is setting roots down in a new land waiting to flourish. Sar intends the work to be, be a beacon that welcomes new travelers to San Francisco and serves as a reminder of our common immigrant roots, the richness that thrives from diversity as well as from our collective experiences. A photographic series entitled Harlem of the West is currently on display in the niches, featuring a selection of images by, by photographers David Johnson, Jerry Stoll, and others that chronicles the 1940s and 1950s jazz era in the Fillmore District. The photographs, which are included in, in the Civic Art Collection, will be relocated to the adjacent Kaddish Gallery, leaving a new opportunity for permanent 2D artwork in the wall niches. The two-dimensional artwork opportunity entails the purchase of 5 to 15 existing artworks to be permanently installed in the Terminal 3 corridor, connector to corridor. The art enrichment budget is $300,000, 
and the artwork implementation budget is $210,000, which includes a curatorial committee honoraria of $3,000, 2D purchases for $115,600, framing $77,000, and delivery and install $10,000. The artworks can range in size from 12 to 60 inches maximum height or width and 3 inches maximum depth. Uh, the visible areas within the niches are approximately 22 feet by 8 feet on one side and 28 feet, 28 feet by 8 feet on the other side um, inset 5 inches and protected with secure glass panels with seams every 36 to 41 inches. Here's just a sketch of the possible size variation and placement of artworks within the two niches. This sketch shows 10 artworks. So the project goals have been identified as follows. Enrich the experience of the public corridor, relate conceptually, aesthetically, and or in an art historical context to the adjacent SAR sculpture. Possible themes may include immigration, diaspora, setting roots, and the process of becoming. Contribute to the quality and diversity of San Francisco's civic art collection in its representation of artists and artistic styles, and provide opportunity to artists with a meaningful connection to San Francisco at the same time, the purchase artworks as a curated selection should represent artists from greater California and the US so that local artists are seen in the context of a broader artistic dialogue. So given the location of these wall niches in proximity to the SAR sculpture and the curatorial emphasis on these selections, the following process will be used for artwork selection. SFAC staff will form a curatorial committee consisting of two arts professionals, one SFO museum program staff and one SFAC staff. The committee will convene to develop a short list of up to 20 artists whose art practices align with project goals. Arts commissioners and staff may also make recommendations. Shortlisted artists will be invited to submit available artwork for consideration for purchase via slide room and a selection panel comprised of two arts professionals, one arts commissioner and one client representative will identify the final selection of artworks for purchase, which SFAC staff will bring to uh, the visual arts committee and the airport art steering committee for approval prior to implementation. I will also note here that um, I will be looking for a commissioner to sit on the panel. So if anyone is interested, please let me know. Um, I also want to note that Allison Saar will be invited to participate in the curatorial committee as one of the two arts professionals in order to provide additional context related to her SF, her previous SFO commission, Flourish, and to help situate this new art opportunity in a broader art historical context specifically within the realm of artwork that explores Black female identity and African diaspora. And here is the project timeline seeking approval of this project plan today. Um, this project plan will also go to the Airport Art Steering Committee for approval. Um, we intend for the Curatorial Committee to create an artist shortlist in August, September 
followed by uh, submissions of available artworks in November. Um, the panel will convene in December to identify a final selection of artworks, approvals following in January, and then we anticipate that um, the artworks will be purchased, framed, and installed by February 2024. So I will stop there for any questions or comments. Great. I just so want to say that, you know, having spent two years on the Monuments Memorials Task Force, if you run back the slide about a couple of, and Mary, you know, I mean, the, the language that you used here, um, immigration, diaspora, setting roots in the process of becoming, I mean, those are really in many ways the more noble part of the monument side of the Monuments and Memorials Task Force recommendations. So we don't, one of the things, we don't have to wait to implement, you know, these precepts. Um, and I, I really congratulate you on using this language because I think that language matters and um, it's almost poetic. Thank you, Commissioner Collins. Um, do we have any other commissioner comments or questions? Yes, and I agree. Um, I'm echoing what Commissioner Collins said, and then uh, also just adding um, really appreciating the consideration of how those are going to flank the SAR sculpture and add to that experience for the viewers. So that's great. Thank you. All right, any other commissioner comments or questions? Um, Commissioner McCoy here. Actually, I'm just going to echo some of the commissioner's comments here as um, I think work like this is extremely important. Um, and as uh, President Collins said, the words do matter. So the description of this um, is uh, quite eloquent, um, but this is a quite exciting project and I'll be uh, very interested to see the final results here. Congratulations on getting this. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right, uh, checking for other, any other commissioner comments or questions. And seeing none, I'd like to call public comment. Is there any public comment, comment on item number nine, the San Francisco International Airport Terminal 3 Connector 2D Artwork Program? Um, for, uh, since there's no um, in-person public, we'll take uh, remote public comment. Uh, please raise your hand if you're listening via WebEx. If you're calling by phone, press star three to be placed in the queue. The instructions are on the screen and we will give this a few moments to um, people to raise their hand. And there's no public comment at this time. Great, thanks so much, Craig. Hey, could you mind if I maybe say one thing quickly? I'm so sorry. I just. Uh, um, I meant to say this during my comment, but I do want to ask about the um, the how you're going to select uh, commissioners. This is something I'm actually quite interested in, so I'll probably throw my name in the hat on that one. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, thank you, yeah. Commissioner McCoy. Great. Thank you. Thank you. All right, great. Um, then we are going to call for a motion. So moved, mostly. Second, Schneer. Thank you, commissioners. Uh, all those in favor, say aye. 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 And all those opposed, say nay. Great, thank you. And the motion passes unanimously. You know,
Thanks so much, Craig. Thank you so much, commissioners. Yeah. All right, we would like to call item 10. If you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand to be added to the queue and you will be called on at the appropriate time. Item number 10 is the staff report. I would like to introduce civic art collection and public art program director, Mary Chu to present the item. Mary. Thank you, Commissioner um, Ferris. Hello, commissioners, good afternoon. So just some quick updates. Um, we have um, staffing wise, we have our new project manager for temporary art starting the first week of August. So I'm built more than happy to introduce her at our next uh, visual arts committee. Um, our, we have a current position open right now, an 1844 program manager for public art, and we will be posting soon. That position closes on July 27th, and then we will be posting a new position as well for a project manager or program manager for the Mellon Foundation grant. So this is, as you may recall, the grant that we have to do um, a review, a further review are the monuments and memorials in our collection, and then also to um, create some temporary art activations as well related to monuments and memorials. So very excited um, to get that going and to um, get somebody on board to help us manage that process. And then one last note is that um, please go out and check out the new Art on Market poster series called Who is San Francisco? Um, seven unique poster designs by Triple Dream Comics. And it highlights stories of individuals and communities who fought displacement in the city, shedding light on the struggles and resilience of the communities. So um, please check that out and I'm happy to answer any questions. Thank you so much, Mary. And yay on the uh, poster series, the next poster series. And thanks again, Craig, for all your work on that. And thank you, Mary, for that presentation. Do we have any commissioner uh, comments or questions for Mary in the staff report? I do, Commissioner McCoy here, just on the um, the second posting for the project manager for um, for the Mellon project. Yes. Um, is that has that been posted yet? It has not. Okay. It will be shortly, and okay. we're ha more than happy to send that posting out. Um, to all of you and you can encourage people who you know who may be appropriate to apply absolutely yeah I can see that being incredibly important yeah as, as all the roles in the yeah. commission are <laughs> but there's a that's a there's a lot of uh interest in and spotlight yeah absolutely. absolutely thank you thank you commissioner mccoy any other commissioner comments or questions seeing none i'd like to thank you mary so much uh, I'd like to call for public comment. Is there any public comment on item number 10 staff report? Um, there is no public in person, so we'll take remote comments. If you're joining remotely, please raise your hand. Uh, if you're calling by phone, press star three to be placed in the queue. The instructions are on the screen and we are on item number 10. Wait a couple of moments perhaps. There's no public comment at this time. Great. Thank you so much, Craig. Thanks again, Mary. All right, we're going to move forward to uh, item number 11. If you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand to be added to the queue and you will be called on at the appropriate time. Item number 11 is new business and announcements. This item is to allow commissioners to introduce new agenda items for consideration to report on recent art activities and to make announcements. I'm calling for commissioner discussion comments. I just want to say I'm really sorry if I was yawning too much. I'm super jet lagged. <laughs> Welcome home, Commissioner Musley. <laughs> it's not the meeting. The meeting is a really good meeting, and 
I woke up a few times in the middle of it. We're happy to have you here. <laughs> you know, for the record, this is my first meeting of this committee, and I'm really humbled by being able to be here, but so exciting to see this work. And also, as is classic with this commission, the intensity of, of the staff and the commitment to excellence and really broadening the dialogue and keeping us going. So it, I, I'm on a learning curve and bear with me as I go through that, but I'm really appreciative. Thank you, Commissioner Collins. And here, here, I think this committee, I, I can't speak for all the committees, but I know this one is definitely a spotlight for what rock stars the staff are and really showcases and highlights the amazing work and how much work all you guys do. So, so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, all right, any other commissioner comments or questions? Um, I am going to mention uh, the next Art Walk SF. I know some of you guys have not come yet. This one will actually be our biggest one. We're closing uh, six blocks of Irving Street from 19th Avenue through 25th Avenue. Uh, there will be a whole wellness block uh, sponsored by Self-Help for the Elderly. Uh, two live music station stages, a DJ stage, um, almost 100 artist vendors, and um, many of the local businesses also participating. So please come out and join us. It should be a fun day. Hopefully we'll get a little sun. You never know out in the west side, but um, nonetheless, celebrating it's Bigger that. and bigger. What's that? The walks are getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Sounds really long. This will be a yeah. big one. Yes. What day is it? Uh, thank you. That will be August 5th. Most of them are on the first Saturdays of the month. We have four more this year. Uh, the last one, at least uh, for right now, that's on the calendar is November 11th. So that's not the first Saturday. Uh, that will be on Clement Street. So we have uh, this one is Outer Sunset in Irving. Then we have um, Castro, Glen Park, and then lastly, uh, Clement Street. So that'll be it for this year. Please come out and join us and help us celebrate um, our awesome neighborhoods. Thank you. All right. Any other uh, comments or discussion from commissioners? Seeing none, thank you so much, commissioners. I want to say something, Commissioner Ferris. Uh, thank you for uh, you always do a great job doing the meeting and leadership that you do in our committee. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, Commissioner Kinsley. Thank you so much. That's very sweet of you. Thank you, everybody. Um, all right, then I would like to call for public comment. Is there any public comment on item number 11, the new business and announcements? Um, there's no public in person, so we'll take remote public comment. If you're joining remotely, raise your hand to uh, be placed in the queue. If you're calling by the phone, press star three. The instructions are on the screen. Uh, give it a moment to... And there's no public comment. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Craig. Then I am calling item number 12, adjournment. This meeting is adjourned. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.